Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Tuesday, August the 10th, and uh, we have a feast day. This is a special day for two reasons. One, because it's a feast day. It is the Feast of St. Lawrence. We're going to talk a little bit about St. Lawrence and learn a little bit about him. I didn't know much about him, but he's kind of a big deal. He's such a big deal that we change our readings for the day. We step outside of the norm. And then uh, there are special readings just for certain, you know, high feast days, and this is one of those. And it's a special day today, not only for that, but because we have a guest, Karen Hennings, who is a uh, member here at St. Peter and Paul, is joining me as a guest today. Karen, welcome to you, and would you introduce yourself for those listening? Oh, surely. Hi, everyone. Karen Hennings. I've been listening to Joe since the first day, and I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to take a turn here. Um, I've been choir director here and been in the choir actually since I've been about nine years old. Wow. So uh, I love to sing and praise Jesus. I know that's why we do it. Um, and if you don't see me downstairs, it's because I'm up, up in the choir. And Karen, um, since this pandemic began, I mean, your faith is really... Um, just the Holy Spirit's been doing some wonderful things in your life. Isn't that right? He has. He has. I, I had more time to read, uh, reflect, and, and be still. I'm not very good at being still, for those of you who know me. Um, <laughs> but I was kind of forced to um, during the pandemic. And I just, I, I wake up every morning and just thank God for being with me every day through the night with my kids, my family. It's just great. I really feel the presence of the Holy Spirit every day. And we have asked for that Holy Spirit to be present here today in the midst of our reading and, and opening up God's Word. Karen is a, um, a wonderful woman and also a businesswoman. Uh, she is the owner of, uh, well, it used to be several uh, businesses and now one, is that right? Right. Uh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. and uh, owns and manages and takes care of that. So it's wonderful to have her. So with that as a background, let's break open God's Word together. For those who want to follow along, we are going to read out of the 12th chapter of John's Gospel, verses 24 to 26. So a uh, brief gospel, uh, and this is just before the Last Supper. So if you recall, the first 12 chapters of John are called the Book of Signs, and then the 13th chapter through the 21st chapter is the Book of Glory. So we're right on the cusp before we enter into the Last Supper, and you'll hear that in the reading that we're going to hear today, okay? So let's break open God's Word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves their life loses it, and whoever hates their life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servants be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. 
Now, I'm always open to guests, and I hope you have heard me say that, you who are out there listening, because I would love to have you as guests on this. Um, and when Karen called me, we talked about, oh, gosh, a week ago, and she said, Joe, I'd love to be a guest. I said, here's what you do, Karen. Just look at the Gospels that we have coming up, and when one speaks to you, uh, and uh, it just kind of stands out, that's the one. Just let me know that's the one you want to be a guest on. So, Karen, this is the one you uh, texted me this morning and said, I would love to be a guest on this uh, podcast because of this gospel. Tell me what um, what stuck out in this gospel that you really wanted to share with us here today. Okay. Okay, it's really short. I remember thinking, oh, boy, two, three whole stanzas. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this did just happen before the Last Supper. And Jesus was trying to get the disciples ready for him leaving. Yep. yep. And yep. and when he said, oh gosh, let me think of the line now, um, that you should die to self. Unless a grain unless of wheat a grain falls of wheat. to the ground and dies, yeah. it remains just a grain of wheat. Yep, unless it falls and dies. And that's what he was telling those disciples. Get those, those areas of... of um, hurt in your life or heartburn and and let them die you know mm -hmm. just let them die to Christ and 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 follow Christ because then you will become a true disciple and yeah. you'll be able to yeah. you'll be able to lead the way I did yeah you yeah. know yeah. and um and and the other thing is to if you serve him if you serve him capital H and follow me um the Father will be with you, oh. you know, and he, he gave that promise. I I always like when I'm reading the gospel and they have the he and the his and the him in capital letters. No, you're right. And right. I get upset when I don't see that because I think this is this is a big this is a big person. No, no, sir, this is the proper noun. This is we're talking about the right the essence. It has to be capitalized. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um I, I love, and, and you kind of alluded to it in a couple of different ways there. Um, so I'm going to jump to the end for those who have the gospel in front of them. Jesus says, whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servants be. The Father, Father will honor whoever serves me. And um, what I love about that, and, and Karen, you just alluded to it, was this doesn't give us freedom, my friends, just to say, okay, I'm going to go over here or I'm going to do that. And, and Jesus, because, you know, God is that good, and God is that good. God will be with me wherever I go. The, the interesting part here is he's not saying, I follow you, meaning you do whatever you want and I'll be with you there. He says, no, whoever serves me must follow me. And, uh, and, and, it's he who leads us. In a sense, what we're inviting God, we're not, I guess what I'm saying is God's not responding to us, but we are called to respond to God. And that's part of that dying process, Karen, that I think you were talking about a little bit ago. Right, right. We know there are areas, and, and he was telling us, he was getting us ready for him dying. Yes. But he didn't want to say it quite. It wasn't time. Right, I right, think it said right. that too in there. It's not quite time. But he was kind of getting us ready for that. That, but then he says, "We have to die to our. We have. Amen. To, Amen. We have to die to ourselves. 
we do as he did to save us. He had to die to save us. Well, and and isn't that, I mean, we talk about it, and, and I think that's the essence. I think what you just said there, Karen, is the essence of our spiritual walk. And and I think if we take our, our Christian faith and, and narrow it down to like two sentences, one of those would be just what you said is, we have to die so that Christ may live within us. And and I think most people listening to this, I suspect you know that, but that is such a hard thing to do. It's one thing to know it, but it's another thing to really live it. And and you talked about that heartburn. What In what ways, Karen, have you, or are you continuing to struggle with or whatever? I mean, how do we die to those habits, those roots that are so ingrained within us how has that worked for you what are what are tools you use to to continue that dying process so that christ may live within you yeah you know we all know that we don't need to physically die right right we need to die we need to get rid of get rid of the the, the negative feelings get rid of the the devil pushing us away from doing our daily readings yep. you know yeah um, the judgment that we carry, yeah, the judgment that we oh. carry, all of that. So, so I get up in the morning and I try to do all my, my um, read the gospel mm-hmm. and the epistle, the psalm. I read the psalm too because the psalm is pretty important. You know, it's yeah. all it's all music, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I read those. Some days it speaks to me, like today, and some days I forget it as soon as I yeah. read it. But it's just. It's just the fact that I've done it, uh, and it takes discipline, and it takes some days. Some days it's hard. Yeah. I, I get up real early so that I have enough time. Yeah. And yeah. Um, sometimes I don't want to get up. Yeah. But boy, I tell you what, it's as good as it's as good as taking an hour walk in the Amen. morning. Amen. Yeah. And and I agree with you. I I think you know oftentimes I'll I'll get up and I'll get up early and run in the morning. Um, and. Hey, on those mornings that I do that, I have to get up extra early because I want to also have that prayer time and make sure that I am sitting there in prayer and, and doing that, that, that it is a discipline just as much as any other thing, just as much as it's a discipline to get up and go to work or, or to, to go out and, and assist a friend or do whatever that we need to do, that, that we are called, again, to be in that relationship. And, and the only way to do that, I think, is to, to make sure we open ourselves. And that dying, you see, I, I love this part of the gospel. Listen, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. The bottom line is, listen, a grain of wheat is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. I am sure, remember, there was a gospel probably two weeks ago that the disciples were going through a wheat field and they were picking the heads of grain and they were eating it. So that grain of wheat is still valuable. You and I, brothers and sisters, are still valuable as we are because we are created in the image and likeness of God. We carry goodness within us even when we don't recognize it or hand it over to God. We are still valuable. But imagine when we hand it over to God, what God can produce with it. It becomes not one grain, but it dies. It produces much fruit in a different way. And, uh, and so it's, it's going beyond simply that one grain and uh, and taking that to produce much more than that one grain, that it will be a whole meal for other people in whatever way that looks like. It, it's moving beyond the self, which is good. 
to the to, to the ultimate capital U to God, which can take the self and uh, and make it part of of God's master plan. Now, Karen, you look like you were writing something down, and I suspect you may want to say something. So I'm going to hand it over to you for any final thoughts on this gospel. All right. Final final thing, I guess, is our whole goal should be to follow God. Amen. Amen. And if it takes Amen. if it takes dying to sleeping in, yes. And then then yes. it's as simple as that. But yes. it's not as simple as you think it is. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. That devil works pretty hard sometimes. Well, and that devil may look like um, sloth. It may look like I really like it under these sheets right now, and I don't want to get out, you know? And it's as simple as that comfort there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, it's that dying to self. In, it's, it's in simple ways, but it's not simple, like Karen just said. It's anything but, but it's a life of creating habits of that discipline of saying yes to God, yes to others, uh, and yes to ourselves in the best sense of that when we are in Christ, but not yes to ourselves at the expense of Christ or others. It's always both and, not either or. Um, let's talk about St. Lawrence just for a moment because it fits beautifully in this. St. Lawrence was a deacon in the church in the early to mid-200s, so lived a long time ago. And uh, what he was is he was in the church in Rome, and he was a deacon to Pope Sixtus II. And uh, he was the disperser of the treasury, basically of the resources, and he would go out and and give to the poor what the poor needed. And the um, officials over uh, in the Roman headquarters uh, heard this and heard that he was the one who had the riches, so they called him in and said, hey, uh, you know, in your own scriptures, Jesus said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. So, you know what? You've got these resources. I'd like you to bring me the treasures of the church. And so um, Lawrence was a pretty darn smart guy. He said, give me a few days to get all those affairs in order, and I'll bring, I'll bring it back to you. I'll bring them the, the treasures back to you. So what he did was he went out, and, uh, and knowing that the uh, emperor was going to arrest him, he took all the treasury, gave it all to the poor, even sold off the, uh, the you know, vessels from the church and uh, got more money, gave it all to the poor. And then what he did was he lined up the poor in rows outside the official's um, house and uh, then went inside and said, you wanted the treasure of the church. He said, come with me. And the guy went out and he said, I present to you the treasures of the church, which were the poor. And uh, the official didn't care for that too much and ultimately um, had, uh, had Lawrence um, killed. And the word is, now this is tradition, whether you believe it or not, it's fun to believe, not the killing part, but he had a gridiron for Lawrence and they strapped him on it and they put him over burning coals. And legend has it that uh, as he was being burned over the coals, he turned to the oppressors and said, you can turn me over now. I'm done on this side. So, you know, the, the, the first reading, had we read it, which is wonderful, it was Paul's second uh, letter to the Corinthians, chapter 9, where it says God loves a cheerful giver. Here's somebody who gave everything he had to Christ. Literally what we're talking about died so that others may live, the poor in Rome, and, and did not do so begrudgingly, but did so with a good heart. And that's what our God invites us to. 
So my friends, uh, that said, let us pray. I am grateful, Karen, for you being here. And I look forward. Now, here's the deal. Karen is, has such a gorgeous voice. You need to hear it. Karen, any song you want to share with us here today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. I don't know. All I can say is, if, if it's anything to do with today's reading, it's God loves a cheerful giver. I think I used that when I was teaching Vacation Bible School. Oh, that's so good. So, Karen, I, I've already asked her. I hope she is back on here. Uh, and uh, I'm just grateful for your wisdom. I'm grateful for your presence. I'm grateful for your yes to the Holy Spirit and to these people here, Karen. So thank you. So my friends, let us pray as we conclude this podcast, okay? As always, we bring uh, whatever's going on within our heart, within our mind, within our lives, and trusting that our God is right there, okay? And we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The second luminous mystery, the wedding feast at Cana. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. St. Lawrence, pray for us. Karen, again, thank you, my friends. Thanks for being present and with us today on this podcast. God's blessing to you, and I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow. God's peace.